Hey, 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 short rounds of Benson Burners. My name is Doug, and I love minis. This is Doug Loves Minis. The show that can't stop listening to the latest Weezer album. It's my summer jam, man. Coming to you from the airport in Atlanta, Georgia, on Thursday, June 9th, 2016. Excited to be doing stand-up tonight at the new Punchline in Atlanta and a sold-out Doug Loves Movies taping on Saturday, June 11th. I don't know why I felt like I needed to tell you the exact date. It's sold out. Monday, Douglas Movies is back at the Nerd Melt showroom at Meltdown Comics in Los Angeles. As listeners to this small pod already know, I'm attempting to visit Disneyland 20 times this year. A, because Doug loves Disneyland, and two, because I bought a year-long pass and I want to get my money's worth. Wednesday was visit number 13 in the DL Challenge. And I got to see the new Frozen show at the beautiful, as nice or nicer than most Broadway theaters, Hyperion Theater. While there is much to enjoy about Frozen, I found the show inferior in almost every way to the previous tenant of that theater in Disney California Adventure, which was Aladdin. I was sad when they announced Aladdin was ending after 13 years. I must have seen it at least 10 times, and I will miss it. As I've told everyone who will listen, I thought Aladdin at Disneyland was far superior to the version that is running now on Broadway. But the one area where Frozen wins is special effects, which are quite special indeed. Through the use of projection, they can put curtains, walls, cities, snow, lots of snow, whatever they want as a backdrop on the stage. At an hour, Frozen is twice as long as Aladdin was, and most of the songs are ballads, so the show is kind of slow. And unlike Aladdin with its topical joke-spewing genie, Frozen isn't very funny. But just like the movie, my favorite character is Olaf the Snowman, which is a puppet operated by a man you could see but pretty much forget about. Anna is the second funniest character in the stage show. Elsa's personality is kind of one note. She has powers that cause things to freeze, and she's upset about it, but you know that already, right? Only 6,000 to 10,000 people a day can fit in the 2,000-seat Hyperion, which, which is only about 10% or less of the people visiting Disney California Adventure each day. So it takes some effort to see it. If you're not already a Frozen fan, you should probably let it go. <laughs> but here's what you got to do if you want to see it. You got to have a ticket to Disney California Adventure or a park, park hopper, <laughs> not a park, not a pack horper for both Disney California Adventure and Disneyland. You need to get to the park before they open, at least 30 minutes before. When I went, they were, their opening time was eight o'clock, so I got there at 7.30. But 
sometimes they open at 9, 10, whatever. You got to check Disneyland.com or whatever it is. And as soon as you get through the gates, you got to go straight to the Hyperion to get a fast pass for Frozen. Those are all gone within an hour or two of the park opening, so you can't dawdle. Whatever the showtime is on your fast pass, you need to come back to the theater at least 20 minutes before that show starts. You can get there as early as an hour before if you want great seats, but all the seats in the theater are good. I sat in the mezzanine, which was fine, but if I ever see it again, I'm gonna try the orchestra. And I think I might, because the more I think about the show, the more I like it. It's mostly ballads, and uh, the live singing is very good. I was a little bored during it, but I'm probably going to see it again. Last Monday, I did a Benson movie interruption of Mission Impossible 3, and I'll share the opening moments of that in a sec. You'll also hear the two trailers the audience got to vote on to determine what the next interruption at CineFamily will be, which is on July 18th. CineFamily.org for tickets to that. DougLovesMovies.com for all my shit. Thanks for listening to my Disney ramblings in an airport. And as always, rubber mask disguises in Mission Impossible movies are a silly shithead. comes the charm. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thank you for coming. It's been too long since the last interruption. I can't remember why we didn't vote on what the next movie would be uh, at the last one, but, but we didn't, so I just had to choose something, and uh, I was going through uh, the numbers or box office mojo or something. And uh, it just jumped out at me that it's been 10 years since the summer of Mission Impossible, I, I, I. <laughs> and uh, I remember liking the movie. <laughs> but like all Mission Impossible movies, thinking this is a lot of bullshit. <laughs> and uh, so I just thought, well, that's, that, that's we've interrupted uh, Ghost Protocol and uh, I don't think we did the most recent one, but that one's got a lot of talking in it. So does this, so hopefully it'll work out. Hopefully we won't talk over it so you guys will be able to follow the plot. Because really, they really hold up by the end. You know, the first Mission Impossible is like, oh yeah, well this all makes sense, because if you were on a helicopter and you jumped onto a train, that'd probably work out all right. And uh, <laughs> they had that big crazy finish with the train and the helicopter, so. Uh, I just know Philip Seymour Hoffman's in this, and I, I want to say just quickly that I respect him a great deal and uh, very saddened by his, uh, uh, you know, young uh, death uh, due to uh, drugs. And uh, so anything, any jokes made while he's around are not meant to. Uh, wow, I'm really bringing everybody down. <laughs> Why not even bring it up? Just fucking move on. But that's how great he was to me, is that I still feel bad, uh, you know, talking over his performance, you know, because he's like, he's one of the greatest ever. Um, so let's get my guests out here, and then maybe they can uh, lighten the mood a little bit after my, after my sudden eulogy. <laughs> 
uh, co-interrupting me tonight, with me tonight. Please welcome Ramon Rivas the second, Sean Jordan, and Jonah Ray. Yeah, grab a microphone and then sit like in the corresponding uh, numbered areas that I told you about before the show. Oh, right. You guys are killing it. a big conversation. Let me get your... Yeah, it's a big bummer, dude. Yeah. What? Oh, that's all right. We're going to be good. Oh, Here you go. There's your snacks. I want you to have all your uh, sugar and shit. And uh, a little Canada Dry. Oh, extra okay. dry. Cool. That's all you, right? Yeah. yeah there you go. You can, you can put your drink down on the floor there. You just gotta remember that you put it there. Let's meet them individually. <laughs> I've knocked a couple over here at Cinefam. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, that's perfect. That's a perfect place for me to knock it over. Oh, uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's great. Uh, Ramon Rivas II is joining us, everybody. It's his first time. Very funny dude out of Cleveland who uh, has a new uh, half hour on Comedy Central that will be debuting soonly. Yeah, in the fall. I just recorded it Friday night. Yeah, there you go, man. Yeah. It went well? Yeah, it went good. There you go. So, uh, look forward to that. And uh, what, I think you told me you have never seen Mission Impossible 3. No, I know. I just remember seeing Philip Seymour Hoffman in the trailers, and I don't buy him as like a bad dude at that point in time. Oh know. no, dude! I know. I just wasn't. A, he's good. He's really good in this. He's a good bad well, guy. I mean, I'm ready for him to prove me wrong. You just thought he was such a sweetheart in uh, Moneyball. <laughs> that was the first one I could think of. Because he, he, he does play some sweet characters too. Like yeah, I just remember him in like 25th Hour. He's a super dick in, uh, what do you call it, Hard uh, 8, the first P.T. Anderson movie. He's at a blackjack table and he's just a complete asshole. <laughs> but anyway, great actor and, uh, and the sweetest man in happiness. Oh yeah, I mean, first of all, look what he's doing for the environment, like, you know, jizz as an adhesive is really, uh, you know, forward thinking. Yeah, he, and he's not the creepiest guy in the movie. No, isn't that weird? Yeah. Isn't that weird that the guy who jerks off and then sticks it to the wall, sticks a picture to the wall with it, turns out to not be the most creepy character in the movie? Yeah. Because what's his name? It's Silence of the Lambs, the guy that throws his jizz. He, he remains the creepiest character for the entire yeah. film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Migs. Is that his name? Migs? So, uh, or is that Star Wars? Listen to Ramon. I hope you enjoy No Good on the sugar-filled sugar things. Um, no garbage in this temple tonight, Ramon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this fucking temple. <laughs> Sean Jordan is here, everybody. New, new Los Angelino by way of Portland and by way of Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls, South Coast, the best city in the world. You're right. It's the best city in the world. So great. You gotta get the fuck out of there to get some sort of career going. And I'm proud to be a part of it. I'm happy that you're here and can interrupt this movie. Have you seen it before? Yeah, we were just, Joe and I were talking, we both saw it in the theater, I think was the last time I saw it. Yeah. So however long, when did it come out? Thumbs up. 10 years ago. This is the 10-year anniversary. I saw it 10 years ago. To the best of my knowledge. In Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Seems like something I would do, a 10-year anniversary. It does. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I, I, so you, you liked it, you were saying? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a decent movie. Yeah. Uh, put J.J. Abrams on the map for a, a blockbuster director. I didn't know that until just now. Let me tell you something else gonna make you go, you're going to lose your mind. What? This is the third Mission Impossible movie with Tom Cruise in it. <laughs> Good thing you have a hat on. Your mind will be all over Oh, my head's going Yeah, that hat keeps your mind in. But it's meant so it lets it breathe, too. It's nice. And Jonah Ray is here, everybody. The new, the new host of the Mystery Science Theater 3000. What were your expectations of me? Isn't it crazy that like M, M, M what is it? MST3K? T3K. Like it already has, it's a show that's not happened yet, but it already has initials. Everybody already knows it by initials. Yeah. That's well, pretty exciting. Well, there was a lot of episodes before. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm saying you get to jump in, you know what I mean? It's like if you got to be in M.A.S.H. Yeah. If there suddenly was more M.A.S.H. and you got to be in it. <laughs> uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited. We're writing it right now, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a real slump. So these movies are real bad. Yeah, that's the thing, is they really did, like, I don't challenge myself in that way. I watch a good movie and see if I can throw some jokes in there. It's, yeah, it's, I have no idea that the concept of the movie, of uh, someone being tortured by watching bad movies, is also what you go through making the show. Yeah, it's a really uh, tedious. Yeah, it's, it's real bad. But rewarding in the end. Uh, hopefully. People love it. Yeah. I mean, we're not a bunch of jokes during a shitty movie. They love it. I've proven that time and time again. Yeah. No, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's, a, it's been a lot of work. And we start shooting in uh, September. So, uh, yeah. And it's, uh, it's good old old style Mystery Science Theater uh, shitty movies. So, it's not nothing, nothing too new. What if you were trapped on a, another planet uh, with, um, you know, like a whole audience? instead of just alone in there with the robots. It would be like this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or maybe at some point, like, a tourist bus could crash, and you could put on a couple of shows for them, and then and then they figure out a way to leave. It's like Gilligan's Island. Like, you still end up being stuck there, even though the people came and left. They just they leave me there. Yeah. Yeah. So they forget you and the other robots. Yeah. The other robots. Yeah, I, I just I run. You human robot. Yeah, I just run back to the kitchen. I was like, I'll get snacks for everybody, and then I walk back up, and they're just taken off. And I have I have red vines. Did you enjoy MI3 when you saw it with Sean Jordan in a movie theater? Well, we did see it together. No, I knew that. I was having fun. You did. You did have fun. That was a joke, huh? Yeah. All right. That's, That's my idea of a joke right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I liked it when I saw it. I remember really liking uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as uh, like in a big movie where he's a real uh, weirdo and bad right. guy. Right, Tom Cruise. I don't want to give anything away because let's real quick. Who, who what applaud if you have not seen Mission Impossible Three? <laughs> yeah. Penetration. You are gonna what? <laughs> You're gonna. <laughs> there's a part that I, I find I, I think will be particularly pleasing to see with a, a crowd because it's. Uh, I think there's a turn that's very well done in, in the film. I'm a big Tom Cruise fan. I'm not here to make fun of Tom Cruise, but I, every chance I get, I will. 
Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? To me, he's not like to me. He's a very hardworking uh, actor. Like, and he really he's great. He, yeah, he's the shit. He makes these so. things work. You know. So uh, the fact that he also wants to be a, uh, one of the leaders in a, a made-up religion, which is right there, that sentence is hilarious. Made-up religion. Yeah. It's not a real religion. Yeah. It's, it's a made-up one. Yeah. You could also just share it. Most are based in fact, but this one is made up. And he was—he kept on saying how he—he's like, I watch a, <laughs> I watch a movie a day. I watch one movie every day. Yeah. And said, I, I, I love movies. And then so we asked him, he's like, well, what's a movie you saw recently that you really liked? He's like, <laughs> I love him. Love yeah, movies. yeah. <laughs> no reason. Don't need to dwell on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he watches. He loves five movies that are five minutes, and he only needs the first thirty seconds. <laughs> what? Am I still on a porn joke? <laughs> All right. So uh, I didn't I, know it was a porn joke when he said classic Doug Benson porn joke. And maybe it felt too much like a math joke. <laughs> People were actually doing the numbers instead of. Period, period thoughts. People were just uh, impressed that you could last that long. <laughs> well, 30 seconds, that's probably max, maxing it out. It's probably uh, it, rounding up to the nearest 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to have a joke in my act, but I'm not going to do it, but it went, do like, it. It went like this. Uh, but like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm, I'm not gonna do it. But I, uh, if if I were to do it right now, this is what it would sound like. <laughs> I uh, I'm very romantic when making love, doing the love making because I warn the woman when I'm about ready to wrap it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I also I told this joke to a nun on uh, last comic standing. Uh, I yeah I whisper something in her like. T minus ten seconds, nine, eight, oops. <laughs> Sorry, nice lady, you remember that one. That's not that old, is it? There you go. It's one of the classics. So, classic. Come, Come, I just think, I don't think there's a bad uh, what you say while you're coming joke out there, because it's just, it's already just like hilarious that you, there's a, something you, you would say every time. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, whatever, whatever stupid noise you make, it's like, that's what you do? Okay. I say, uh, I say, get ready for a surprise! Two weeks. As I was gonna say, as it's happening or right after, because that'd be funny too. <laughs> get ready! If it goes right after, I'd have to say, get ready for me to cry! So I'm very excited about getting into it tonight, not because of necessarily Mission Impossible 3, but because of the two trailers we're gonna show you because I will be back here with another interruption on, I believe it's July 13th. Should go on sale right away. And you guys are gonna decide, the crowd tonight is gonna decide what the next movie's gonna be between two choices, the trailers of which we're gonna show you right now, followed by some Cinefamily trailers, because like, after you see these trailers for these great movies that I've picked, 
you're going to want to see something that you, you wish never, you not only never saw, it was never filmed. And then... <laughs> yeah, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll start Mission Impossible 3. Thank you guys so much for coming. Voting matters, you guys. California's, we're voting tomorrow, right? Yeah. Who voted for Hillary Sanders? <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding around Bernie Clinton. You walk out there and music starts. Oh no, what is this? Oh there's something inside. It's about time, right? Send for somebody else for a while. Her name is Alex. I forgot that she had her name on her welder's helmet. She works hard. She plays harder. She dances in a world of her dreams. Flash dance. <laughs> they really dwell on her being a welder in this trailer. Well, that's the most interesting part about the movie. That's saying that she's a welder. I was in Sirius XM the other day. How did a man from the 20s show up? I don't think that clip was supposed to be in there. I walked by her in New York a couple days ago. I was like, that's Jennifer Beals. She's she's got she's holding it together nice. I still can't tell if this is a trailer for working girl. Yeah, she could be a welder dancer or a prostitute. They're dropping her there a lot. I'll give you $3,000 for one week. All right, so that's one choice. I've always wanted to interrupt uh, flash dance, but let's see what you guys think about this other option. It's, it's, it's we've been debating whether or not this would be a good idea. It's a snuff film. And I want to, it's the next closest thing. sacrilegious or something uh, to uh, interrupt it so soon after his uh, untimely passing. But I, I like that movie a lot. I would like to watch it with a bunch of other people who like it and maybe also say some jokes about how sexist it is. 
take your clothes off. Get in the lake. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's pretty innocent compared to some of the other shit that happens. But um, what do you guys think? Do you want? Should we do it? I picked Flashdance because I wanted something to beat. I wanted Purple Rain to win. Why, why not Chubby Rain, the fictional movie from Bogner? <laughs> All right, if Jonah can get us a copy of Chubby Rain, then that's what it's going to be. Otherwise, it's going to be Purple Rain. Thank you guys for voting. This is Douglas Manny.